We are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realize we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Welcome back to The Lab Doctors, specifically a Today in Science episode, where we talk about something in the world of science or the world in general. So this episode is for CNY. Or Chinese New Year. Or Lunar New Year. Year. Yes. All terms that we use. Yeah. So today, I just want to share my experience because I have to give Ang Pao's this year. Oh, yeah, so yeah, ang pao yeah. is red packets. Um, For those who don't know, it's a tradition thing for married people to give money in these red packets to your nieces, nephews, and your cousins, whatever, whoever's younger than you, whoever you want to feel that you are, if like you're feeling generous. <laughs> whoever that's younger than you or whoever that's not married? I don't know. There's like conflicting views oh. on like who you should give. How much you should give. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty old and I'm kind of earning sure, my own money. Sure, I can loan give you even though you're younger than me. You can just send me your thoughts in prayers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, regarding Ang Pao, so like we went to the bank and we wanted to exchange notes, you know, because mm. usually people give it in like some number ending with eight because it's like what in whatever language. Yeah, or, or prosperous. <laughs> Which means like prosperous, or, yeah. yeah. So, however, like, at the banks, this year, they limited the number of $2 notes. And, like, I don't know if it's just $2 notes or in general, but we had problems getting, like, enough $2 notes. And so, I don't know, because, like, other than my in-laws' family, Mm -hmm. my own family also said that they had troubles getting. So, I mean, this is just N equals to 2. Yeah. I don't know if it's a general thing, because there's no online reports on, like, that, that like telling people that you shouldn't go and exchange your money into $2 notes from the bank. So I guess it, this is... Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. I guess this is anecdotal as well, but I have a friend who works in a bank who said there's a limit this year for how much you can uh, withdraw or get in cash, I mean, for Ang Pao's. Just because he said uh, the manufacturing was affected oh, this year. right. Because, I mean, last year because of COVID. How often do they recycle the notes? I'm not sure because you know the notes that you get during um, the new year is very new and crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So isn't it uh, manufactured? Is the word manufactured? Printed. Yeah. Yearly? Or... It should be all year round, right? But like, yeah. isn't the printing office printing center in like Singapore? So uh-huh. there should be... What's up with the, like, why why is it delayed? Why is it, like, there's a production delay? I guess it's their work considered non-essential. Oh, maybe, maybe. Or maybe it's the materials, you know? Material, you think so? Like, we import the paper or whatever from overseas. They they also need some kind of special ink to make sure the printing, you know? So that people can't counterfeit the money. So, uh, so I think there's an aspect of that also probably. But I also think there's a layer of um people trying to discourage giving cash mm. because of um the whole transmission and that's why a lot of shops now also have uh contactless or cashless transactions oh, or right. they encourage that. Yeah, so with regards to this, like I went to see the news on mm. like whether there's any issue. And recently, just from today, the newspaper, mm. they reported that like there were long queues at the bank yeah. for people who wanted to change these monies and many were turned away. You know, oh. especially like the old folks who would traditionally still go yeah. and like want to packet the real money. I mean not yeah. real money, but like hard copy yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
according to the report, like, uh, it's just cause, you know, there's also a limit to the number of people that can be in the bank now cause of social distancing. So they cannot wait right. for so mm. long. And therefore, like a lot of the staff just tell them to go home and like turn to the emotes of payment instead. Oh, but is it, I don't know, is it taboo? Is it uh, pantang to say that you don't give physical angpaos? You must So, <laughs> that's the like, funny thing. Know. So, like, my husband was like, I still want to receive the the well wishes verbally because usually they exchange, right? Like, yeah, you yeah, wish yeah. me as an older person something, then I give you an angpao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's like, if you're going to wish me on text, I'm going <laughs> to give you back in not even like electronic money. I'm just going to send you a picture of a specimen note. <laughs> <laughs> what if they send a video wishing you a well wish? Maybe he'll send a video of the note. <laughs> <laughs> no, of me packing it into the red bag and it will never arrive. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, there's even like E, I don't know, there's the, there's the E Ang Pao on mm. Pela, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cute. Mm. And we can send it all year round yeah. just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't make a difference actually. So I don't know, like, would you be okay giving e angpaos? Or receiving? I mean, for me personally, receiving, yeah. giving, receiving, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, but my, my standpoint is more of the whole eco-friendliness of it all. Oh, yeah, right. I think even last year or the years before, I've heard you say that angpaos are paper that could be saved. Yeah, as in it's very wasteful to me because, I mean, I, I'm not sure how many people actually keep their ang pao. I keep the nice ones. I keep the nice ones also. Yeah, and all the ones it. that... <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also a generation thing because yeah. um, our generation, maybe we don't view it as highly as the previous generation. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. it should be fine to me as well. I just think like maybe you will just feel less excited because you know when people transfer you money sometimes you don't even know that it comes it mm, came in right yeah so if you tell me like oh i've transferred you your yang pao i'll just be like oh thanks it's less exciting for yeah. sure yeah i mean and, and personally receiving it from a relative even though you might not be that close yeah. you'll still be like smiling and be mm, like thanks mm. thanks yeah happy new year yeah that's the still the exchange of the festivity um, pleasantries yeah but i mean for the old people it might just be like also they find it hard to turn to these e-modes of payment yeah, true. so technology is really like good and bad i think in this day and age yeah. good as in like okay let's talk about the bad first bad is like how this pandemic can spread into a pandemic in the first place right yeah the whole globalization the whole, of yeah the, the connectivity mm. of the world but good as in like you know we have been having zoom meetings online mm. you can just meet your friends with the touch of a button mm. still true, in your pajamas true. yeah and then like yeah and so now we can even send money through ang pao's yeah i mean e ang pao. <laughs> and it will be cleaner la, in terms of the contactless yeah. mm. you spread less virus spread, spread less germs money is dirty yeah but i guess speaking about the coronavirus and all of it i think in recent news we have definitely seen that uh for the virus SARS-CoV-2 there are variants that are coming up in the world and this may have some implications on you know whether or not this pandemic is staying for a longer period of time and whether or not vaccines would still work and i guess we wanted to go through to keep the pandemic in everyone's mind to make sure that everyone is still you know vigilant especially during this cny period 
so, so serious. So sad though, like you forcing us to remember about the pandemic. No, but, but it's we should. I get yeah, it. Yeah, we should because I guess a lot of times when people are in festivity mode, they don't really think about all these things. Yeah, true. And they think, oh, I'm not infected. But actually, maybe they are and they are becoming a super spreader and yeah. they don't even know. Yeah. So we yeah. should always... Be aware. Be aware, yes. Yeah, uh, and don't be like selfishly thinking about yeah, that it's yeah. not you. It's not going to be you. Yeah, kind of exactly. mentality. Yeah. So how these variants came about to start off with is is that it arises from spontaneous mutations in the genetic code or the sequence in the virus. And this is actually fairly common amongst RNA-based viruses, which is what SARS-CoV-2 is. But we're not really going to go into how deeply mutations work. If you are interested, do let us know and maybe we can do a follow-up podcast on, on specifically mutations and how they work. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so the first strain, the UK variant, or the B117 yeah, variant, the difference between this variant and the original SARS-CoV-2 virus is that there are certain mutations in the spike protein, this this protein that we have been hearing about in the vaccines, right, and how um, it is used for vaccine production, I mean... They, can I just tap in on yeah. like uh there's a an, an analogy mm-hmm. that I've so, I've seen on Facebook like maybe from the co- uh from the circuit break, breaker period mm-hmm. on like this Ferrero Rocher and how oh, yeah. how it can like be used as an analogy for the virus I can't exactly remember how sh- like the person who drew it up did it but based on how I would interpret it right now and I can't find that picture anymore mm. so credits to the person who designed this yeah. Um, basically like when we talk about spike proteins it kind of looks like the nuts on a Ferrero Rocher yeah. you can imagine it like that Yes. and when you talk about like vaccines and how you put in that spike protein mm. it's like you're putting in the nut from the Ferrero Rocher into this vector that you put in your body. Mm. And so when your body sees this nut, they'll be like, oh, this is from the Ferrero Rocher. And therefore, your body will be like, oh, this is from... It's the, foreign. Uh, right? yeah, yeah, it's not... Originally in your body. Yeah, yeah, and I would recognize that it's from this particular chocolate. Mm. So a very brief summary on like vaccines. Like if you eat the nut, it doesn't mean that you ate a Ferrero Rocher. Um, yeah. So same thing when the spike protein is put into you to cause an immunological response, it does not mean that you will get COVID. Infected, yeah. 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 So that's just a very good analogy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. For people to understand. So back to the spike protein and whatever it yeah, is yeah, for yeah. the B117. So what these mutations do is essentially they change the nut. They change how it looks mm. so our body can no longer recognize it. And that's why, you know, there are claims that it might affect vaccine efficacy. La. Yeah, so depending on how much the nut mm. is changed, it might or might not still be recognized. Yeah. And it might mount a different immune response. Yeah, or, or maybe not as strong. Mm. Yeah. Could be either so, way. Yeah. Um. So this B one one seven strain. More recent studies have come out to show that it does have somewhat of an increased transmissibility. Mm-hmm. Um. And there is also preliminary reports, even though the sample size is not very big. Um. That there is an increased risk of death. But Mm -hmm. there are no evidence to suggest that it impacts vaccine efficacy or the severity of disease. So there's an increased risk of mortality, but take note that the risk of mortality from the disease of COVID-19 itself is already relatively on the lower side for people without comorbidities 
and people who are generally younger. So even though there's an increase, do take note that the ultimate number is still, still not very high. La. So, I think one thing to note about the mutations as mm-hmm. well is just because the spike protein may be different, it doesn't mean that the vaccine might not be effective. Mm. So um, it depends how much the mutation changes the virus itself and how different it is from the spike protein that is um, produced by the vaccine, in terms of mRNA vaccine at least. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't worry just yet. I mean, mm. the studies are still underway. So I think it's a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, and if you talk about like, you know, what strain you are immune to, I think most importantly is that you have an immunity against something out there. Yeah. And whether or not it's the main strain or the mutated strain, it's still going to be serving some purpose. Yeah. And it's still going to, you know, help in the big scheme of things. So Speaking of, so there's this South African variant um, also relatively big in the news. So there are actually a, a couple of variants, but we're only going to co- cover these two. Um, so the South African variant is known as the B1351 uh, variant. So it actually harbors a few of the mutations that the UK variant has, uh, the B117 variant has, but these mutations seem to have occurred independently. So the B1351 strain isn't originally from the B117 strain. Both of them... Oh, so they somehow mutated to have similarities, yeah. but yeah. in like completely different populations, Correct. different origins, yeah. different lineage. So the ecological term, I guess, is conversion evolution. Ooh, so if you are interested, term. you can Google that. Yeah, so they happen to accumulate the same mutations. Uh, and th- again, these mutations are random and spontaneous. Um, but they also have this unique mutation uh, called the E484K. So the specifics of it, we are not going to get into, but basically it's just a substitution. And there is no evidence to suggest there's an impact on disease severity as of now. Okay, so at the end of the day, what do these variants mean in terms of uh, the social distancing measures and all the restrictions that we have now? Still Does it stay same. the same? Same. Or- yeah, same. <laughs> Will it still be effective, I think, is my main question. In terms of washing your hands and uh, standing six feet apart, not overcrowding. Yeah, it'll still be the same because washing of hands, all these kind of things, they are, they're going to kill virus, whether or not the virus is more yeah. virulent or anything. So still do those. I think it will, it will still eradicate whatever virus is on your hands and stuff like that. And it would control the sp- spread well. Yeah. yeah. And I guess um, there's also some preliminary reports on the variants and how they might uh, affect vaccine efficacy. Um, so do take note that these reports are still rather preliminary. Um, and even if they do affect, most of them kind of suggest that there's still about a 50% efficacy, which is the limit that a lot of uh, organizations claim to have a benefit. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I guess not to worry on that. But also manufacturing-wise, because we already kind of have the infrastructure to manufacture the vaccines, it is more about just updating the vaccines. Yeah. So, I mean, if we if you are privileged enough to get a vaccine, it is just about getting an updated shot, just like the influenza yearly shots that we need because yeah. of mutations of the strains that happen. Yeah. So at this point in time, um, I guess... Like we mentioned, all the, you know, safe distancing measures, the hand washing is still, still very important. And we do need to keep this up even during Chinese New Year, right? Yes, yep. very important. So that we can eat our bakwas with our fingers. 
Alternatively, you can eat with utensils. <laughs> like more <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I guess that's all we have for this week. Any Anything else to add? No. Stay tuned for the next. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya.